now. Hello, everyone. Uh, it's Friday night. Actually, we're going to record on Friday night. It's kind of like a little date night. Uh, Brian has a cocktail. He has an old-fashioned over there. It's not like a real old-fashioned. We kind of bought one of those mixes. Because we're kind of lazy sometimes, and usually they're pretty good. This one's a little bit on the sweet yeah. side, so we probably won't use it again. And then I'm having a glass of Jam Jar Shiraz from South Africa, which is a sweet Shiraz, and it's very figgy and jammy. And um, it's pretty tasty. You know, the best old-fashioned I've ever had, and I haven't had many, mm -hmm. is at um, a place called... Uh, Bob's restaurant, maybe in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. Is that the one? Is that what it's called? Jim and um. Let's. We need to go back to Bob's. We should go back there. Yeah, I, I have should. no idea where it is. Jim, Jim and Kim brought us there. Yeah, Kim's my sister, and Jim is our brother-in-law. And Jim passed away sadly this year. But he and he made old-fashioned stuff. He did. Yeah. Well, actually, he loved to make margaritas. Um, he oh, made yeah. really good margaritas, but yeah. um, he also loved old fashions. Yeah. And we used to make them from scratch for a while we were doing that and then we, we found did? these mm -hmm. yeah we remember. did remember we should, we should the, try again because um, that's good whiskey and it doesn't taste as good now with that stuff in it we made them for luke remember when luke came to colorado to see us which is kimberly's son yes um we made old fashions then and then i we were making old fashions i think we made them here too and in colorado ah we should, we should go back to this that this is a brief a brief old-fashioned moment moment that we were doing um yeah and one thing about cocktails i love cocktails but the thing is i'm too lazy to make to like do all the details that go into making cocktails and i see people making them and stuff which i mean i i make some but usually i pick really simple ones but i wish i was that kind of person that really got into the whole the whole beauty of it the other problem is the um you know when you're older it, uh, it's hard to sleep that's right it is hard to sleep brian and i've gotten to the point where we try to decide do we do we want to sleep tonight or do we want to have a cocktail I know, geez, or a glass funny. of wine because if we have one then we risk yeah not sleeping and sleep is very important right as you all know yeah Oh, and I want to say one more thing about um, this wine that yeah. I'm drinking. Right. I know what you're going to say. You do. Know. I know you do. Yeah. Go ahead. So I bought this wine and we were going to... Did we go to Sandra's house? I don't know, but she told us. Okay. Well, anyway, our friend Sandra, who lives here in San Antonio, her husband is Armando, and he passed away a few years, a few ago. years ago. And anyway, he lived next to the winery in South Africa that makes this wine jam jar that I'm drinking right now. So cheers to Armando. Cheers to Armando. And to Jim. And to Jim. That's, that's, that's interesting, yeah, because this represents Armando. That No, this represents Jim. Yeah, and this represents... That represents Armando. Armando. That's cool. And, and Sandra also, yeah. his lovely wife. That's true. I always think of him when I drink that wine. Mm-hmm. I never met him. And then Armando is. And then um, I think, I don't know if I think of Jim. I guess I will now. Isn't that nice? I, always drink? Drink, I always think of Jim when we have old fashions. You know what's interesting? Um, I think he introduced us to the old fashioned. Uh, we'll eventually get to Christmas. But um, speaking of um, having a story behind wine or, or uh, booze, or whatever, um, my brother told it. A great. Should I tell it? You know what a story I'm going to tell about my brother? Who's I a, don't. He's a Somalia. Somalia. Mm hmm. I was. I always get confused if I'm saying that or the country in East Africa. So there's Somalia. Somalia. That's the country in yeah. Somalia. Very close, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder if Somalia was a French colony. It's possible. Anyway, French had the their word. fingers because Somalia into the African Somalia. continent. Okay. Well, I guess somebody could. Uh, anyway, um, he did a. Uh, great thing one night it was um well the, my first experience with Somalia was we were out on our in boulder on our um i don't anniversary was probably 16 17 years and i had put the re reservation in and i, and I put I, I must have put the year i must have said it's our whatever 16 17 anniversary 
So when we get there, a sommelier asks us about wine, and he brings us the year we got married. Oh, that was cool. I, I doubt that was coincidental. I think he ha- he he made that special. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. That was the first experience to, oh, wow, this is... Uh, That'd be really neat if we made that part of our anniversary tradition. Oh, yeah. To have a bottle of wine from the year we got married. That's a great idea. We should totally do that. Mm-hmm. We'll do that. You know, we should call over to the restaurant for... It's 21 years this year. Yeah. That's great. That's a good oh, idea. Oh, that's 22. It's just 21? Uh, 22. 22. Because it would be, yeah, 1999. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, anyway, um, my last time we were in Ireland, you and I, my brother mm-hmm. Kevin, um, my, took myself and Bill into the back kitchen, just the three of us were there, and he pulled down a um, bottle of wine, and it was from 2008. And he before he, he poured it, he just said... Um, this is the year. This is the last summer that mom was still with us, and these wow. these were the grapes on the trees on the summer she was because she passed away two thousand nine, mm-hmm. spring of two thousand nine, and he just set the whole thing up, and then he poured it, and he goes, "Let's let's drink in the summer, mm-hmm. last summer mom was with us." That was powerful. It's like that like, is powerful. It was like a minister. It was. Uh, I remember leaving thinking, um, I don't know what I call. I said something like, I used the word sacrament because it really felt like he was. I don't know. There's something powerful about that. Like, yeah. when you think about that, like we think about wine as Christ's blood, and that's a powerful thing. And like, and and then here's Kevin doing something similar, but not right. Mm-hmm. And he, but he's he's connecting the physical thing that you're going to ingest into something very special. Mm-hmm. I it was very cool. It was. I was. Um, yeah, and very thoughtful. Yeah. Too that he thought to do that. It was. It was very well done. Yeah. That's so, cool. That was cool. Actually, I thought of your mom and dad today because I was on TikTok and um, there was this old couple on there. And at first, they're just kind of standing like they're standing in like dancing formation. Yeah. Like they're going to dance and they're waiting for like a certain point in the song. And then when the song gets to that point, they both started dancing together. Uh, it was really cute. Yeah. My but dad I thought were, of your mom and dad. Because they danced at our wedding. Mm-hmm. They were flying around the floor. That was great. Um, well, should we check in on our weeks? Um, sure. What What happened during your week? Did you have a good week? I had a good week. I, um, did I have a good week? I don't know if I had a good week. It was all right. It was all right? It was Any good highlights you want to share? Um, I went out on a date with Finn on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. My daughter, that was fun. We, we did that. I had an okay beer. It was all right. I had to, it was low. What kind AB, of beer was it? It was a chocolate stout, but I had to pick the one with the low ABV because it was, I was driving home far, yeah. a half an hour or so. Otherwise I would have gone for the triple that was 9%, but I you know, I don't want to yeah, crash. Yeah, that's too much. It is too much. Uh, I, I don't know. I can't, I'm kind of losing track of, uh, I've been reading books. They're okay. I feel like I'm getting information overload on podcasts and books and all that stuff, but. I think the low point was just work was bugging me and I couldn't figure yeah. out why. Maybe the, maybe the higher point was I talked to my boss today and I came up with a methodology for extracting out what is it mm-hmm. that's bugging me. Yeah. And I feel like I got to some of the core of it. How about you? Well, I think overall I had a good week. I shipped out a couple of paintings and I think I'd mentioned before that I was working on a commission painting and I finished it last week. And then I had to um, get it ready to ship. And so I brought it to FedEx and they didn't, they were out of boxes. So wow. I basically had to build my own box. It's like box. KFC being out of chicken, isn't it? Exactly. And, and they charge a lot for their boxes. They charge $35 for a box. And I was I thinking they might have had to use multiple boxes to, I don't know. I was thinking this is going to be outrageously expensive. So anyway... I bought some boxes at Home Depot and packaged it. It's my first time making a cardboard box, which I won't do that again. I actually found some boxes on Amazon I can use next time. But anyway, I got that painting and another painting shipped out. You know, making uh, cardboard boxes, yeah. which they looked pretty terrible. <laughs> but anyway... I felt like was that, that was a huge sense of accomplishment because I really wanted them. Was that them. your high point? Well, that was my high point because I wanted them on their way yeah. 
And that was the main thing I wanted to accomplish this week. And so I accomplished that. And then I launched a sale today on my website. Um, and you want to plug yeah. your website? Sure. Yeah. If you guys want to check out my art, go to BridgetBridget.com. You can check out my... You can spell your name, though, because it's not the usual. It's Bridget Bardot. B-R-I-D-G-E-T-T-E, twice. Spell that out, twice.com. Yeah. That's my website. And my original artwork is on sale right now, half off. If anyone that, is interested... That, what was your low point? What is my low point of the week? Oh, well, the low point was one of the paintings I packed up. Yeah. And then I had to repack it. Uh, I had to take it out and redo it again because I realized the bigger it was and the if it if the girth is too big and then the, and then it's too and it weighs too much then that adds a lot of cost. So I had to take it apart and then rebuild the box. Like take the box apart and make it smaller. Um So yeah, so I did that. It should be interesting to see We'll have a plan for next time, so I don't have to do that again, thankfully. I think I know the low point in the week. I just figured it out. And I was grumpy okay, today. Go ahead. The yell, uh, the uh, the situation of the car yesterday. What happened? On Broadway and Bassey, turning left on Bassey Road. Oh, yeah. I got mad at Brian. I was yelling at him yeah. for a long time. Maybe that, well, not too long, a few minutes. I guess that wasn't the real low point, right? Well, to me, that wasn't really like a low point. No, yeah. It was just that... I was being controlling. I'm a terrible driver. I think for driver. years, Brian, when I drive, Brian likes to correct me and point things out to me, and it makes me feel stupid. And yeah, I mean, I just, he was telling me to like make a hole for someone or whatever. And they were trying to turn left, and you they were trying them. to turn left. And it was like I felt like he didn't realize that. I make holes for people all the time when I'm driving. That's a term. And he felt like maybe term? make a hole for someone. That's a military term and a waitress term. Really? Make a hole, yeah. When you're waiting tables and the restaurant is like super crowded and the runners, the food runners are coming yeah, through and you they're make carrying a hole. food on top of their head, they'll say make a hole. And you picked that up in the RTC also? Yeah, I think the military we said make a hole. Make a hole. That's it means make a space. Make okay. a hole. Oh, make I a never space. Knew that. I'm learning all these military terms from the job I'm on now. Yeah. So maybe well, it's not military, but I think maybe it is make a hole. But anyway, I guess years of Brian correcting me when I'm driving. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess because I, yeah, I shouldn't have yelled at you. I'm a yeller. I am. Well, I mean, I am, I am, I am very critical. Not critical. I, was, you you know, I do. Critical I do have a lot of, of suggestions driving. when you're driving. Yes, and they're unwelcome suggestions, unless, of course, I am. Like I said to you yesterday, if I'm doing something illegal, or if I'm I'm in danger. Right. Well, I thought you were in danger being yelled at by that. She wouldn't have yelled at you. She's, you know. He was worried about other people yelling at me. Well, because if it's a dude yelling at you, then I'm going to yell back at him, and then it could be an altercation. Right, but I don't. That's rare. I don't... You got yelled at once when I wasn't in the car. Yeah, but that was years ago. I know, yeah, still. But I mean, we all miss things when we drive sometimes. Like, you're just going to miss something every now and then, right? Yeah. Do you miss things when you drive? Where you notice you're I, like, I, oh you my know gosh, you know I, I miss sidewalk. I miss in. the edge of the sidewalk when I drive. Right, but you never like... You don't get that joke? I do. I drive over sidewalks. I can't take a corner properly, no matter what yeah, the vehicle is. Yeah, Brian like. hits curbs all I the time. I hit the curb at the back of the wheel all the time. Um, I was just going to say that this preamble is only available to paying Patreon customers. That's a joke. Everyone, everyone else. <laughs> we don't have Patreon. <laughs> this is bonus content, everything you've had so far. All right. Should we talk about Christmas now? Are you done preambling? If we want to. This is called the See Where It Goes podcast. Yes. What the do you want to talk know, about, but you No, you made, you made the point that we we're, we're, it's too... Uh, prepared like we knew we were going to talk about christmas part two right and i had these notes well the only notes i have is santa movies tree traditions merry christmas winter solstice and cookies okay well let's talk about santa so, let's just is go that, in is that, order that might still be over control let's talk about santa santa claus um okay 
Well, let me write down the note here so people aren't. 1440. Okay. It's a highly produced podcast here. Okay, so yeah. Santa oh, Claus. Okay, so when our kids were little, this is what I have to say about... Well, I never believed in Santa because I grew up with people who were... You know, my dad was kind of like anti-Christmas, definitely anti-Santa. And then my mother, I don't think I ever had a conversation with my mother about Santa, but I doubt maybe she would have done the whole Santa thing. I have no idea if she would have or not. That's another question I should ask her. So you never believed in Santa? Never. No. What, what did you, like when you're watching movies and stuff, what were you thinking? Well, we didn't watch movies, remember? I didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never watched the movies. But anyway, when we had kids, we, you know, when you're in a Christian circle. Well, hang on, let's move too what? fast. Did so, I move too fast? Okay, go no, ahead. No, so you never believe in Santa. What about you're going to school with all these kids who believe in Santa? I don't remember Santa. it coming up. I don't remember it ever coming up. I never asked them. No one ever talked about it to me. So. I mean, I knew people believed in Santa Claus. Yeah. But. I think I did get to watch the occasional movie or read the occasional book or whatever. But So did you, um, the first person I came across who didn't believe, who, who um, well, I don't, I'm getting too far ahead here, but your, why didn't your parents go with the Santa Claus thing? Well, my dad didn't go with it because he didn't really get on with Christmas anyway. Got it, okay. Now my mother, I have no idea because I never asked her, it, but... Oh, yeah. If I were to guess, I would say that it's the whole thing about lying. You got can't it, got lie. It. You can't lie. You okay. can't lie. Yeah, that's where I'm going to go in a, a little bit later. But that was... Um, so. Yeah, so, so so no Santa. And what about kids who do believe in Santa? Was there a view of them? I didn't have a view of them because I think my cousins, Kathy, I think Kathy and Lisa might have believed in Santa. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was fine as a kid. Like, I don't know what I thought about it. I don't remember. Yeah. Or even if I ever had a thought about it. Okay. Um, what did you think about Santa growing up? Well, it was very, it was very much believed he came. And um, I remember the year that, it, that uh, Kevin brought me into my parents' bedroom. And in the closet, there were all the gifts. Oh, were you sad? What was your reaction? Well, he said, listen, Santa Claus got oh, sick this year. Kevin! He says Santa got sick this year, <laughs> and he's asked. Why did he do it? I don't know. Did he think you were too old? I don't were know. You seven? I, I don't know. All of us. I was. I was. I don't remember. I just remember. Um, like I don't. I don't have really uh, remember memories of of Santa coming and wondering. And I do remember just waking up. And the presents were there. It's like, yeah. oh wow, that's amazing. But uh, yeah, that year Kevin said, "Hey, look in here." <laughs> I said, "What's that?" He goes, <laughs> "He goes." Santa got oh. sick this year, oh. and he called mom and dad and asked them would they distribute the uh, things. Yeah. And I still remember my mother's face. I walked up to her later and said, hey, I hear Santa got sick. Oh. And he called you guys. She goes, what? I said, well, Kevin showed oh. me the presents in the closet, oh. and her face was livid. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and she grabs Kevin and goes, what are you doing? And, oh, my gosh. Uh, so that was it. Did he get in trouble? He did. I don't know what the punishment was, but she, I remember her face getting really angry. Well, because around that time, I remember the Christmas before that or after, I'm, um, I remember everyone's turning to mom saying, thanks, mom, because I'm the youngest of eight. Yeah. So all the other kids and, and the, were in the front room and all the other kids are saying, thanks, mom, thanks, mom. She goes, you're welcome. And I'm looking at, I look up at her and she goes, she looks at all and goes, thanks, Santa. Looks yeah. down at me. Yeah. And I, I held my gift and I looked down and I said, thanks, Santa. So oh, I still believe, but you're I so cute. I am. I was Big cute. I could Santa. see my cute. But I'm in the, in the in the moment. Um, I, I remember thinking, uh, why are they thanking her? <laughs> right, right. And why is she saying you're welcome? And I think when I looked at her and she caught herself saying you're welcome, she's oh, let me straighten you out. Yeah. So it was Santa Claus. Yeah. That was it. Hey, I got another Santa Claus story. Um, I didn't notice till years later. Every year, Santa Claus would come to our school, and we would sit on his knee. Mm-hmm. And Which grosses me I out. Get it, by the I get it. I get it. I get it. I had a feeling I say that. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. I, no, not just you. I have a feeling that that's going to stop. That really does need to stop. I don't know about that. I mean, yeah, well, okay, it's a stranger's knee, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I sat on Santa's knee, 
and it was a, it was every year Santa. I didn't know till years later my dad was Santa one year. Really? And I sat on his knee and never knew it was him. Wow. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like I didn't know it was him. Wow. Well, well, yeah. I wonder why he wouldn't have told you. Well, because did you think it was the real Santa Claus? No, but I didn't think it was my dad. Right, right. That would have been kind of odd. Like, hey, did you say mm-hmm. no? Anyway, that's my Santa story. Um, no other Santa stories. I don't think I have any Santa stories as a kid. But I do remember when you and I got married, going to Sandra's house. Yeah. And um, Sandra was amazing. Yeah, I just think that. Creating the, the mystery and yeah. the wonder for her children. Yeah. You know, and I thought it was really cool. She did. They did. I mean, you know? I think Jimmy might have even got on the roof or something. Yeah, I mean, I they just and they even believe. The did they believe in the Easter Bunny too? I think so. I think they believed in the Easter Bunny as well. Yeah, but I think, yeah. I just thought that was really neat. Like, yeah, she created the whole, the whole fantasy for them. Right, right. Which was awesome. Which is interesting because, like, in in some Christian circles, people would just be so condescending of that mentality. Right. Which is what I grew up with. To be yeah. condescending of that. So you know, when you look back now, do you, you see that as an? You it seemed like from your face and your words that yeah. you appreciated that. Oh, I thought it was beautiful. Did you I think that at really the time? Cool. I did think that at the time, yeah. but I was conflicted. Right. Because there was the part of me that loved the fantasy, and the the coolness that the kids were getting right. to experience all of that and the magic. Yeah. Of it, but then at the same time thinking is that okay yeah to tell kids that santa is real and that this stuff is happening when it's not because that was like ingrained into my psyche right right so i struggled with that and then when you and i had kids i think we i never told the kids that santa was real or not real. that's right we just kind of let it and they they believed in Santa, and we yeah. went along with it. I think we even had cookies with bite marks in them. Yeah. So we we were complicit um, in the lie. So, because <laughs> I, I wanted my kids to have that magic. Right. And do you think uh, Sandra's from watching that at Sandra's? You think? Well, yeah. Or just. Yeah. I mean, I thought I thought she did. She just did such an amazing job. I mean. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, it was all out. I remember Sarah. When Sarah was little, she was just so, like, over the moon. Yeah. You know? That's exciting. It was really cool. Yeah. It was was great. I worked with a girl who was um, a Christian lady who was, I think, influential in my journey into Christianity. I mean, into evangelical Christianity specifically. Um, But I remember her saying, no, she had young kids. I said, well, do you believe in Santa? She said, no, no, we don't. We don't. Because that would be... Oh, yeah, because you got to focus on Jesus. That would be a lie. Well, not just that. She and said the Jesus it, she said thing. it would be, it would be because it would be a lie. And I remember thinking that's all. Right. I'd never heard of anyone in 26 right. years who would who was Well, cuz it's very right, controversial. Right. Like especially like when you have kids and you're in moms groups and stuff. Right. You have the moms who let their kids believe in Santa. You mean and, the, no, you're talking about moms Christian group, circles. Yeah, moms Christian group moms churches, groups. Yeah. yeah. So you have the moms that let their kids believe in Santa. Then you have the moms who don't. And the moms who are like hardcore Jesus. They hate Santa. Yeah. Well, it's not that they hate Santa. It's just that they... Well, it is presented. It becomes controversial. Like, you can't just like enjoy the holiday season and let kids believe in Santa and tell the story of Jesus. Yeah. Um, It becomes like a thing. Yeah. You know? And... I don't know. I think it's dumb. Like looking back on yeah, that yeah. and like the time I wasted thinking about that. Like I yeah. just think it's stupid. Like who cares? Like if you if you want to let your kids believe in Santa, let them believe in Santa. Like it doesn't mean that Christmas is not about Jesus. I think you can do both if you want to. And you can even not do Santa, but Yeah. I just think people got too up in arms about it you know it was like yeah. they made too much of the whole situation 
I think where I find peace about it is because of St. Nicholas of Smyrna, who would actually drop money down. We read that story mm-hmm. of the kids where he'd drop money down the chimney of poor people's houses. Yeah. And the story we read was, sorry, this girl wanted to get married, but she never dowry, so this guy drops the money down the chimney and she has mm-hmm. the money and all that kind of stuff. So I think where people find peace is like, well, St. Nicholas was a real person. I mean, I wonder, like the Puritans were not, they didn't do Christmas at all. Well, I mean, you can make life so harsh. I know. By stripping away. And they did. Every bit of joy yeah. that can be had. Yeah. But I think that was part of the, that wasn't just the Puritans. Before them, when Protestantism came into Europe, there were sects of them that just, they would strip the churches away with all the statues and all the, what they would have called the idols and and blah 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 and stripped it down and made it very I mean to the point where there's some Protestant churches that are just ugly I mean it's yeah. there's nothing I, again I, there's nothing wrong going into a church and just seeing beauty and, and, and finding God in yeah. that beauty but but so I think the Puritans took it to the extreme it's like no we will not celebrate Christmas I don't know what their beef was with Christmas I haven't looked at it much and Thanksgiving too they wanted everyone in the churches praying all day on Thanksgiving oh fasting yeah they wanted and them fasting, fasting. Which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with no, that. Fasting's good. Like, you just do it before Thanksgiving. When so you're, you're suffering turkey. all year, why do you want to suffer one more day? This is true. Like, fasting would be good for us because we, we don't, our problem is not that we don't have enough food. It's usually that there's we have too, too, mu- much. too much and too much of the wrong stuff. So, fasting's not bad in our time. But back then, they're struggling to get by. They're fasting not by choice all, all the time. Yeah. Or potentially frequently. Um,. Santa Claus. I felt like there was another. Oh, did you ever see the South Park episode of Santa Claus versus Jesus? Jesus, where they get into a fight. I, I don't think so. We but should I watch think it. I must. I had, it. no. I saw it. it was my first introduction to South Park, and then I never want to watch it again because I was very offended. Because it was. Uh... Because Jesus called Santa P U S S Y. Santa called Jesus. Though? No, the other way around. The other way around. And uh, and it was well, just yeah, that, I was I wasn't ready for it because you know that would be that's sacrilegious. It was at the time, and I, I was looking at it. But then um, I may go back and watch it though. But um, we did watch like I I've gone back. I uh, yeah, I don't think I've seen that. I haven't we'll, seen that. We'll go episode. watch it. We watched the one where where they made fun of Christian worship music, and it was hilarious because they that were was spot really on. Really good. They were spot on, and um, it was great. Oh okay, Santa. What else on Santa? Well. I think if I could go back, I would have made it more magical for the kids. Yeah. Well, because here's what happened. They ended up believing in Santa, and we played into the whole thing. So I never told a lie. Right. But they believed in Santa, but they figured it out later, pretty early, that Santa wasn't real. And then they ruined it for Callum. They did. Our third child, who never got to believe in Santa. They never did. Why did they ruin it? They, like... They told him that Santa wasn't real. Ah, uh, come on. And we didn't instruct them otherwise. Are you hot or something? I'm a little hot. Yeah, I'm sweating. But anyway, what are we going to talk about next? Oh, well, let's just see where it goes. So you're you relying on the list here. Um, movies. Christmas movies. Movers. Now, we used to have movies that we watched every year that we were pretty dedicated to because of traditions. We would watch um, It's a Wonderful Life yeah. every year. Usually just me and Brian, the kids, never wanted to watch that. Because it's black that. and white. Yeah, black and white. We should watch the color version and see if they watch it. And then we watch Tim Allen Santa Claus yeah. movie every year at Frosty the Snowman. We watched that when the kids were little. Yeah. And now they've outgrown Frosty. Right. Although I do want to watch Frosty. We, will, watch we were it. supposed to watch I it tonight. I love Frosty. He wanted to watch it tonight. Yeah. Uh, we watched Charlie Brown last night. We were very impressed with I the uh, animation. I love Charlie Brown. Yeah. I love the animation. So The I, dialogue. It's all it's it's very good. great. Uh, you, didn't, you didn't have any Christmas movies growing up, though. No. Did right. you? What did you watch? My favorite was Albert Finney's 1970s Scrooge. Yes. Love that. Watch that uh, with my parents, and then I'd watch it with Kevin. Mm-hmm. And uh, that so was you watched great... it 
twice every year? No, no, just as, as different years. You know, oh, okay. Only, gotcha. I only mentioned Kevin because he, he quotes parts from a, my brother. What does he quote? Uh, there's a scene where uh, the Ghost of Christmas Present has this bowl of this special drink. Mm-hmm. That, I don't know if it's in the book, but it's a special drink. And um, he lets um, Scrooge taste it and Scrooge just gobbles it down. And he goes, do you like it? He goes, it's wonderful. What is it? You know, and he just says it in a funny voice. Albert Finney. Yeah, I love Albert Finney. Albert yeah. Finney is a great show. He was like 32 years old when he That's did it. That's the best Scrooge, I think. I think he's a fantastic. But then now we watch um, the TNT version, which is quite good. It's uh, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. I love Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Do the Scrooge. Okay. Do it in Patrick Stewart's voice. Do a few lines. I don't know if it's I can. Really good. Make it song number one. See, it's how you got to do that. And then um, <laughs> you should do some oh, lines. He should, the, I should do that because the, the ghost. When the ghost of Christmas, yes, the first ghost comes. He says, "We will go now to a, to a, when you were young." And he goes, "Make it song number one," because number one is the Christmas. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I gotta. Hey, that would be a good skit if yeah. you did. <laughs> if you did. Um, you're doing Patrick Stewart, but you say it like Jean. Oh, I used to have Picard. this. I, I used to have this idea that Sean Connery, God rest his soul, would interview for other roles. Okay. And he'd say he he turns up for the interviewing of Darth Vader, and George Lucas says, "Okay, okay, action." And he goes, "What does he say?" Luke, if you only know the power of the dark side. And he goes, "Cut, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Mr. Connery. It's just well, let me try again." <laughs> and he goes. Oh. So anyway, okay. Thanks for laughing. Do you have any more? Patrick Stewart. I'll get back to Patrick Scrooge Stewart. Scrooge stuff ah. to do. Oh, if they uh, let me think, I have to see his face. But if they'd rather die, no, I can't do it. I, I can't. Um, you should work on that. I should work on it. Yeah. But people don't know him as Scrooge. Like, people know him as, uh, as, as, as Jean Luc Picard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll work on it. He's a fantastic actor, and he's gay, yes. by the way. Oh, I knew that, yeah. Yes. Gandalf is, too. Gandalf. There you go. Gandalf, the, um, you know, what's the his name? The wizard. Ian, Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. That's right. Yeah. I could see those two together. Isn't uh, Ian McKellen older than Patrick Stewart? Or are they the same well, age? Well, no, probably a bit older. They make well, a they, good they... couple? Are they from the same country? They are. Okay. Well, I think Ian McKellen's Well, they're both married. really smart. Yeah. And they're English and they're old, so they should get together. Gay, so they should get together. <laughs> what else do you want? Don't be so picky. <laughs> um, uh, and we're not making fun of gay people, by the way. I love pro. I'm pro gay. I'm an ally. Yeah. Do you do you think anything in your wording made people think you were anti-gay, or were you just caving into political correctness? I don't know. Do you just say there? like they should get together because they're old and they're gay? <laughs> yeah, and English. I guarantee you, anyone gay listening out of our audience of five. We have two listeners, <laughs> neither of which are gay. Neither of whom or who? Who are gay? Who are uh, gay? I think if I was gay, I'd think that was funny. Um, where, where were we? Did we ever... Oh, movies. Uh, that and... Um, what else? Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's talk about the two new movies we've been watching in the past few years. Oh, yes. El Camino Christmas. Very good. Which gets bad ratings on Rotten Tomatoes with Tim Allen and Dax Shepard. And Dax Shepard is married to, I forget her name. Do you want some more? Sure, I'll take some more wine, please. Sorry if the energy's low. It's not. We're not drinking coffee like we normally. Do. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're we're having so wine. You thank you. Coffee. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, okay. okay. Um. Anyway. Dax Shepard is who? Dak. Okay. Dax Shepard was in Parenthood. Oh, I still don't know. And he's in. Who does he play in El Camino? He plays a deputy. Remember, he's oh, the deputy yeah, by the yeah, car. Yeah, he's yeah, real yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays a real stupid got it, guy. Got it. And anyway, so, Tim Allen plays. An alcoholic or ex-alcoholic. Right, Is he an ex-alcoholic? Good. Yeah. And Tim Allen, because usually most roles you see Tim Allen play are yeah. squeaky clean yeah. roles. Yeah. And you never hear Tim Allen swear. You curse, it's you do. It's a bit, yeah. Or anything. But in this role, he plays a very weathered, um, bitter yeah. right. man. Yeah. He does a phenomenal job, but he 
you hear Tim Allen swear. It's like a real. He plays like a really rough character. Mm. Anyway, it's a very unique Christmas film. You we know, recommend it. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, and what's the other one? Well, I like the one we just you, saw. Go ahead. Oh, what I like about that one is that it doesn't snow. Yeah, and it doesn't snow. It's in a hot climate. Is it Arizona or New Mexico? I think it's somewhere there. Which is which can you know? Which is not nice because I miss the snow. We don't Who's have any the snow here. The sheriff's played by a guy who is in Robo, the bad guy in RoboCop. That's all I know. Okay. Okay, you're going to talk about the other one. Tell me, which one? The one we saw this year. Yeah. About the girl who goes home for Christmas and she's gay, but her parents don't oh, know Oh, I it. wasn't thinking of that one, but that, that's that, a good one too. That was done by Daniel Levy. It's called Happiest Season. Yeah, it was on the Hulu. The Happiest Season I thought that was an enjoyable movie. That's, Kristen um, Stewart. Kristen and I don't Stewart, know the other girl's the others, name. But Daniel, and Daniel Levy. Daniel Levy. From Schitt's Creek, who is the son of uh, uh, Levy. No, it was David Levy. David Levy. Whose son... Wait, no. No. Da- Eugene da- Levy. Of Eugene Is the Levy. dad. Is the dad, yeah. And the son is Daniel Levy. Or maybe it's David. I think it's Daniel. It's Daniel. What was the movie you were thinking of? The one with the guy, the time traveler. We just watched it two days Hang on, yeah, Last but that's a great movie. That's a really Such good movie. Such a good movie. It has What's two it names. Called? It has two names. There's, it's called Christmas Time, but the way you find it is My Brother the Time Traveler. And I have so to go good it's and really so good. funny. And not it did. It sadly got not fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but the fans uh, liked it. Yeah, I, I was really. I thought it was adorable. Really nice. It's it's funny because when well, we won't get the names because because we don't have permission, but there's three kids. When we lived on campus, mm-hmm. there's three. There's the three actors in that movie look the identical to three That's kids right. who were on seminary. So the woman who plays the role, the lead role, she looks like a girl that we know named Cambria. I just said not to give her names away. Oh, you said don't give their names away. Well, I guess you give first names, I guess. Yeah. Okay, I won't give it anyway. Anyway, well, you already they said all it. Favorite people. The other we guys. Know. The other guys. Uh, I forgot his name. So anyway, I won't give. Well, the other guy names. looks like her brother. Yeah, Josiah. Josiah and Cambria. And then the other guy looks like... Uh, I don't remember his don't name, remember. though. Alex. Alex. But anyway. That's right. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, really cute movie. And that's truly a family movie. That was very... There's good. no I really, swearing. really enjoyed that movie. Totally I liked it more the second PG. time. PG. Yeah. Yeah, totally that's, that's, a, that's a gem, I'd say. Isn't it? Because yeah. there's some... You go on Netflix Christmas movies, and there's all these... Um, a lot of them are like... I don't know. I mean, maybe Cheesy. they're not... They're just like, whatever. You know? Yeah. But they're unique Christmas Elf. movies. Oh, Elf oh, is watched, always good. We did a great thing this year because we do have hot weather. It was uh, two, three weeks ago. It was 80, mm-hmm. 80, 75 degrees Fahrenheit. And we put the sheet up uh, over the garage. Mm-hmm. Garage. And um, our neighbor, Nerev, brought over his projector. Mm-hmm. And we had neighbors just sit in the front. We separated and spaced out. And we watched Elf. The picture was great. That was awesome. That it was, was a fun, fun night. That was a very fun oh, night. Oh, and here's the cool thing about it. We had two people yeah. that were there. Rosa, who's seven, she had never seen Elf before. And then our neighbor Tom, who hadn't seen it since it came out. So hearing the two of them crack up like it was the first time they had ever seen Elf was well, so... Yeah, her first time. He, well, her, he, he had been a long time. And it had been a long time for him. So... That was really cool because... It was fun to hear the giggles. I loved it because they were cracking up. See, that's the thing about um, the law, uh, what we lose. Remember they said when the movie theaters came out, that video, or when videos came out, when VCRs, VHS came out, mm-hmm. they said the movie theaters were done, but they're not. They still, they're still not. And I think yeah. people are dying to get back to them. I love the movie theater, yeah. Because remember we went to see um, Downton Abbey, the movie. Yeah. We're sitting in the movie theater with all fans. Mm-hmm. Like, that was really fun. Yeah. To have the mute. Because there's something about laughing together or, like, you're funny. Going, going to a comedy, you're interesting because your laugh is really loud. Mm-hmm. And we went to see that one with um, uh, Anne Hathaway and the Australian lady. And oh, yeah. You were just, you name? just lost it. Uh, Rebel Wilson. Yeah, Rebel Wilson. She's funny. Yeah. Anyway, but you were like, I think people were laughing in the movie theater at you more than they were at the scene. Mm. (laughs) What? Probably not. You don't don't think what's wrong? Oh, no. I'm just. Oh, okay. I thought you had that look on your face. It was pretty funny. 
Uh, but like, like that is not nice. To, like it, it makes it, it makes the scene funnier when somebody's yeah. experiencing it for the first time or the first time in years, right? Yeah, it's, isn't that like there's something about wonderful about like you love something you've seen it a million times and then mm-hmm. you expose someone to it. Yeah, and you're you think this is the funniest scene ever. Yeah, and the biggest not the biggest the fear is they will just not even react to it or. They'll completely lose it, and it just yeah. it just confirms in you that is a funny gem. There. Yeah, oh, that's great. Well, yeah, I mean, Tom was cracking up, at all, and so was Rosa. At all I the mean, scenes that are very funny, right? Yeah, that's great. There's some scenes like there's a Larry David scene I've seen twenty five, thirty times. Which still, one? It's a scene where his mother died, mm-hmm. but his dad won't come out and say it, and he beats her on the bush. Yeah, and it was just it's, it's 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 second only to Abbey Normal from Young Frankenstein, but it's a scene where it's just so well done, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it was all ad libbed and, and improv. Yeah, but it, when I saw it the first time, I just anyway. you hold my wine. Yeah, I just I'm thought it was get so a funny. Blanket. I was hot. Now I'm cold. I'll turn the heat off. The cool cool air off. Yeah, here we are in. Um, oh my gosh! It is December 11th, and we have the air conditioning on, blowing cold air. <laughs> Weather outside, it's frightful. So, oh my goodness. Okay, that was Christmas movies. We went, we talked a bit about the weather. Like, so wait, let me recap yeah. on that. The Happiest Season, Yeah. El Camino Christmas, and My Brother the Time Traveler. Yes. Okay. They're the three, the three narrow ones. And then, of course, the one we watch Christmas Eve is is, is A Christmas Carol. Yes. By, with um, uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. I worked with a guy called Patrick Stewart. Are you going to watch the Albert Finney one anymore? I don't know if I will. Okay. Patrick I mean, Stewart. I like it. I don't. It's a musical, so I think the kids don't like it as much. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I worked with a guy called Patrick Stewart. Really? Yeah. I love Patrick Stewart. And every Stewart. time I walked by his desk, I would just say, Patrick Stewart. You know, I think it's so sad. I was thinking, because we're, we're reading this. Okay, this is a good segue into traditions. Yeah. That we do as a family. But... One of the traditions, it's a newer tradition in the past few years, which is reading Christmas Carol. Because not only do we watch it, but now we read it. We read it aloud. But um, Charles Dickens. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a genius. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. He was such an amazing writer. And I, I think death is such a curse. Yeah. It is so sad. Like, all these people that, you know, they come... And they contribute to mankind and to humanity, and they leave these precious things behind. Yeah. And he left Christmas Carol. He and he left other amazing things, but yeah. I just think like people we know today, like you know Albert Finney has passed on. Patrick Stewart is still on? alive. Did he? I thought he did. He might have. Yeah. But like Patrick Stewart will pass on probably. I don't know how old he is. He's probably 70-something or 80. Yeah. But well, he's not 80. He's in his 70s. He has a show right now, doesn't probably he? Probably in his 70s, yeah. But I don't know. It's like, I mean, everybody doesn't leave something behind. But right. I just think it's so sad. We like have to like shut down and say goodbye and we leave. Some, some people don't even get to say goodbye. They just get. They just yeah. die suddenly. This is kind of a sad note, but well, no, it is Charles a, Dickens. I just I yeah. appreciate. I never got to know him. I don't know what he looks like. I don't know if there's any like portraits there that is, were yeah. painted photos of him. Up. There's photos of him. Oh, I've got to look it up. I've never seen. Um, I'll show you a picture. Of him. Oh, well, because yeah, the camera. Well, the camera would have been in it in its early because there, there's World War II uh, photography. He was alive during World War II. Uh, no, I said World War II. I meant to say the other one. World War One. No, that that's what I that's what one would think of when I said the other one. I meant the uh, Civil War. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, oh my Sorry gosh. To laugh at the Civil War. Um, Charles, uh, no, the Civil War. There was photographs because of course we have pictures right. of Abraham Lincoln. Um, but he was before the Civil War, though. He was. I think uh, he wrote Christmas Carol around eighteen sixty, which was. Okay, no, he was he was a contemporary. Eighteen twelve. Hang on a sec here. Eighteen twelve died eighteen seventy. So that made him fifty. He died at fifty eight. Oh yeah. Well, people died younger back then because you know That's times so were young, hard. Though. There he is. 
Oh wow! I've never that's seen the first that picture, picture of him. Dickens. Why I never thought to look up a picture of him? I yeah, just didn't. You didn't think he. So I I don't know. Like he died in what eighteen seventy. So he could have. That beard is something else. Yeah, but um, one hundred and seventy years, and that's that's just that. I mean, a lot of his novels are still popular. I hope they remain. Well, he's a be. brilliant, brilliant writer. But one hundred and seventy years later, A Christmas mm-hmm. Carol has an impact on people like no other story. Yeah. And That's, I have to say, all writers should not be in the canon of good literature because some of them are crap. Of course, yeah. Like the Great Gatsby. Oh, That's oh, crap. I, oh! You're saying? I'm saying some uh, people I, I, who I, have who are who dead are, and contributed to and who are what no, we you're applaud they be, yeah. as being great. Some of them should be kicked out because right. they're not all great. Yeah. Like Picasso too. I don't like Picasso either. Yeah. Anyway. But that is, it is good. It is uh, Dickens was. Yeah, and he had something to say. It's powerful. I mean, there's just like, yeah. Um, well, it's like also like Harry Beecher Stowe, right? Uncle Tom's Cabin. Mm-hmm. Like that. Which I've never read. I, I haven't either. But that fiction played a huge, had a big impact, I believe, or heard, on the abolition. Yeah. Of slavery. So. We I need think to read you can, that. You Brian. can send a message quite powerfully through fiction and mm-hmm. i think he did too like the oppression of the poor mm-hmm. um there's some great lines in there like I, the, the part where the where the spirit is he looks at the window this, and jacob marty shows him a spirit <clears throat> that is hovering over a woman who's with her child and she's shivering mm-hmm. and he says the torment of the spirit that's watching her and hovering over her is that he seeks to do well for humankind but has lost the power to do so forever and that is his torment that's power i mean I, and I, I that's not that's how he powerful it. but i yeah that's powerful but i feel like that's so like god has the power and does nothing yeah it's like he's like relying on us as a human supposedly down here to be to do that but he has lost zero power like when we die as humans, we lose power. We can't do anything else. But I think so we can I, only do what we can do while we're alive. I get it. I think I, I'm thinking the context of that of that is that he's talking to a guy who has who did have love for a woman and has completely turned his heart towards love for money and is right, so consumed right. in that that he's trying to tell him that. Sure. Yeah, I get it. Um, but even but but I get it. Like I, I mean, mean, I know I know what you're saying. You're yeah. saying that like. He Dickens was saying, "Look, while you're here, yeah, now is your time to make a difference, yeah. Because once you pass, yeah, you can't do anything Which is anymore." Like, um, Dickens was a, was a it was a Christian. I don't I don't know what uh, flavor he was, but um, it's not it's not um, it's not, not Republican. No, no, it's not really obvious in the book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's not it's it's not um it's how would I say it's latent. What does latent mean? It's hidden, but it's there. No, I don't think latent's the right word. It's um, because um, subtle. It's subtle, like it's subtle because he talks about he has a he subtly talks about God in there and Jesus in there. What Tiny Tim makes reference is the one who made blind men see and stuff like that. Yeah, but yet I think, like I think the message of Jesus is is, is extremely strong in there. Mm-hmm. I agree. If you're looking for it, I think I think you can you can hear that story as a person who, who doesn't believe in the supernatural and you can still be powerfully impacted by it because it, it can cause you to reflect on am i caught up in myself and am i not here right. am i not contributing to humankind right because i don't think you have to be spiritual or believe in an entity other than yourself in order to be touched oh yeah and know that that we all should be contributing to mankind yeah. and helping mankind. That's powerful stuff. Like, like you um, don't, yeah. Like I, I don't know who could, uh, yeah. Like you talk about Patrick Stewart and other people. Like, will as great as the work they've done, will they be remembered in 150 years, in 170 years? Like we're talking about Dickens 170 years later. Yeah, I mean, I think Patrick Stewart will be. He was a Shakespearean I, actor. I think he could be for sure. And then you know, but I think the I think the market will be so saturated by actors that it'll be hard well, to remember. That's the other thing I was thinking of too, when you said that. It's like 
I was thinking, like, if you live in a hundred years, can you imagine the body of work? Yeah. Of literature, film, music. If you're going to be an expert, can you imagine how much stuff you have to know? If you, or are you going to not know it anymore and you just look it up on the internet? I don't know. Say it again. If you, if you live 100 years? Like if in a 100 years you're alive. Yeah. Not me or you, but someone who was alive in 100 years from now. Yeah. Right? So like there's a 10-year-old living in 3020. Yeah. And they... There's a hundred years worth more movies. Oh, I see. More film. I mean, more music, more books. I mean, my goodness gracious. I don't know. How, I think we'll be overloaded. Because we Do have... you know what Liam told me today? No. That we have surpassed more... There's more non-organic material on the planet right now than organic material. Isn't that gross? Um, that... No, that can't be correct. Yeah, he told me that just today. You think of the density of the planet all the way to the core. That's organic, right? From the surface to the core. He's talking about what's on the planet. On the surface. On the surface. There's more non-organic matter on the planet than organic matter. And he's including the oceans, the depths of the oceans. Because the deepest part of the ocean to the surface is organic. Except for all the crap floating. So in other words, we've produced so much garbage. Yeah. That there's more. That's a scary thought. I hope Elon stuff, Musk. It's so gross. Gets moving. I think every time we buy things and produce things, everything you buy, it, unless it's a house or something, it's all future garbage. Yeah. All your clothes yeah. are future garbage. Right. All your. I mean, everything is pretty much garbage. It's going to be garbage one day. It's all garbage. So, 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 so you have to live life knowing that it's all garbage and it just you needs buy to, less. It needs to just melt back into the ground. Yeah, you need everyone needs and to anything buy that doesn't. Way, why am way, I buying way less stuff? Like everything over there is a bottle, right? Gla- yeah, glass, glass is okay. So that will go this back. This is in. totally way far away from Christmas right it now. It is, yeah, but it's a good point. Um, how do we get there? I don't know. Or we're talking. We were talking about death and. Oh yeah, yeah. Dickens being um, Dickens and it's a, no, but Dickens contributing like, to society yeah, yeah. and mankind. And I feel like now yeah. we're we're over manufacturing things. Well, there's just so much. Like here's my there's so much content out there. Like, I, that that word bothers me because it's now being overused. But there's so like Dickens fifty eight produces so much in a short life that impacts us. Still, 150 years later, 170 years later. Guess who else produced a bunch? Who? Uh, Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton. Produced a bunch of what stuff? <clears throat> writings. R- writings. More than the other founding fathers? Yes, way, 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 way more. Was it worth reading? I don't know, but I mean, I watched the musical. I've only watched it once. Yeah. But he, I'm not going to speak about it because yeah, I need to research it more because I don't know that much. But anyway. Yes, he was prolific. So, uh, like, even someone like, um, I think John Calvin, who I'm not a big fan of, the, refor- the reformer. Boo! He, he was young. When I he, hate he, John Calvin. Ah, okay, but the point, point is that he was young when he died, but he wrote tons. Like, and I, I think... <laughs> on John Calvin. No, but he wasn't, he wasn't, Sorry. he wasn't binge-watching Netflix, you know? Well, I wish he would have been. Okay, forget him. Let's go back to someone like Dickens. He's not binge-watching Netflix. <laughs> sorry. So he's able to go back. To, we should do an artist. Uh, John Calvin had someone burned to death. I'm yeah. sorry. No, he was a bit of a Hitler. He was disgusting. Yeah. He was a disgusting human being. You want to do a whole episode on him? I could. I've hated that man for a long time. Let me... Uh, well, I don't John wanna, Calvin. I don't want to get off Christmas. Tell me one reason you hate him. Because he believes in predestination, which is a disgusting doctrine, which I can't stand. A double predestination. And he burned people for... Which which he says some people were created just to go to hell, right? Yeah. Yeah. God who creates people just to go to hell? Sorry. He that, yeah. That's, that's just awful. It is. It is. He, I'm sorry. He himself, if that's your view of God no, and him, you still believe in God... He, he himself said this is an awful um, doctrine. It's terrible. And he says, but what, I what am I going to do? I'm sorry. That's All right. Just, Let's I can't pull it back even to Christmas. believe. Back to Christmas. Blah. 
I, I believe in 2021 we're going to be going more into this avenue where you just went. Well. I think so. You do? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it'll be good. Uh, I did want to have a weather. You right there? Someone text you? Sorry, I just got a... Mm. You're so unprofessional. Oh, sorry. You're reading your text. Sorry, someone... T- can I just respond to this text message? Like, um... Oh, okay. Okay, so... Um, the next thing I want to sorry, talk Sorry, I got to respond to this. This is my doctor. Well, they don't need to know all that. Well, maybe they do. You, don't, you want to talk about your condition? No. I have a sale going on right now on my website, and she was going to buy a print. Right. But the prints are not on sale. Just the originals. Right. Do you have to respond now? Well, Call. she's my doctor. Now she sees that I've read it, and she's trying to order That's right That's your problem now. right there. See? You think Charles Dickens was reading reading text when he was trying to get through um, David Copperfield? I know. All right. I was. Uh, I had mentioned weather to... Um, uh, when we talked about Camino Royale, El Camino, it was called? El Camino. El Camino Christmas. Christmas. Uh, what I liked about it was there's no snow. First of all, I really missed the snow. Uh, we had it in Chicago. We had it in Denver. We mm-hmm. might have had it in Dublin. Never. Maybe the day after Christmas. Once we had had snow. But, yeah. it, but it was at least chilly. So, weather... Um, the weather outside is frightful. But the fire is so delightful. I wrong word there. Um... The first year here down in South Texas, we were in our apartment building and we were at, uh, we went by the pool and there was palm trees and we jumped in the pool. What's going on out there? Oh, that's someone's garbage can. Um, we went by the swimming pool this, the Christmas of 2016. Yes, the kids, kids were jumped swimming. In and at one level it was like, oh, cool. And then within three minutes, it's like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I thought it was amazing. Well, it was. I loved okay, it, one, and the kids loved it too. No, I get it. I, I just was like, it was just messed up. I, I well, think the it lack is of different. The, the, there is no. Is. There's literally no seasons here. It's summer. With, you wanted to move to Texas. I'm not complaining. It's I'm just saying idea. that the weather messes with your head. So not having, um, well, no, you know, not the only one. A few other kids in the family have said, "Man, it's, I wish it, it would get cold a bit longer." Can you stop looking at your phone? Sorry. So, um, weather. Were you mm-hmm. actually, sorry, you grew up with... Well, when you don't know the difference, yeah. you don't feel it because you've never felt anything different. So, growing up, it would get chilly. We get yeah. like thir- in the 30s or 40s sometimes and sometimes in the 20s. But if you've never been in a cold, snowy environment, then you don't know what you're missing. Does this, did it still feel Christmassy? Not at my house, but yeah, maybe but at other did people's your neighbors, houses. like your your Jenny, or does she think, oh, it's Christmas? And yeah, of course it felt Christmassy to other people. Christmas because, in the south, yeah. honey. You have to realize, but you're in Ireland when it's rainy and cold, uh, yeah, not yeah. snowy and cold. True, but like all the all the media and all the pictures of Christmas is like like in other words, when you get a Christmas card in the mail. Think of most of the globe. Right, yeah, a lot yeah, of the saying, globe is not you, when, snowy. I've at never Christmas got a Christmas time. card with like a beach unless someone was there. But like it's there's never like a you don't see a Christmas card with um with like people in deck chairs in the sun, right? Well, you probably do in Florida. I bet you California don't. Yeah, you don't. or New Mexico. Uh, so my point is that um, Christmas traditionally f- has uh, its images of snow. So I guess yeah. it, I guess it shows that Christmas is a very northern holiday. Well, northern. You could be far Isn't south. Isn't it a global holiday? No, no it's I, not completely global, right? It's only in certain countries and certain continents. Because you're not you don't not yeah, everyone yeah. celebrates Christmas, right? Like the Middle yeah. East, probably most well, like of the Middle Aust- East no, is I'll not celebrating Christmas. Australia, it's the middle of summer. Right. I wonder if they're sending cars to each other with snow on it. Good question. Listen, if we ever get an Australian listener, 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 let us know if your Christmas cards ever have snow on them or what. And uh, let us know who you are. 
I got this card with the hey, snow. Did anyone email us, Brian? No. Did you check? It was your email. No. No one emailed me. Is anyone out there? I don't think so. But uh, we'll, we'll keep I don't going. Know. Okay, weather. Are we done with weather? And are you done looking at your phone? No. Did you read the sign outside? I did what are you doing in my room? We put a sign outside there recording our podcast. Okay. Um, what else? Did we go through all of our... No, we haven't even, not even closed. It's coming up. On, it's a one hour in. And uh, we talked about... We have one, two, three, four, five ideas we can still get through. That's a ton. We should do oh. one more traditions cookies we don't really have anything to say about cookies winter sauces merry christmas traditions tree well these tree kind of goes together with traditions so get rid of that what did we talk about we talked about nothing to say about christmas trees what are you gonna say nothing traditions well our family traditions now we talked about that last week okay cross that off get rid of that and if you'd like to email us you two listeners that we have you know who you are mm-hmm. right that we know of anyway well we're not going to say anything else because uh, we may have three listeners oh. and they're wondering if they're one of the two the Merry Christmas Merry Christmas to say or not to say Merry Christmas just say it say Merry Christmas yeah and if someone gets offended well I think that's their problem what if you don't <laughs> celebrate Christmas should you say it well, no, obviously. If you want to say Merry Christmas, say Merry Christmas. If you don't, say, say Happy, Happy holidays. holidays, say whatever you want. Do you think there's a war on Christmas? No. Well, I don't know. I think a lot of Christians, sometimes they make too big of a deal of things. You know, they think Satan has this giant agenda and he's out to get everybody. And he's working through people who work at Target. Or at Starbucks. Or Starbucks. Did you hear to about that, that gobshite who was who was on in the internet who was, you know, you write your name on, on the cup and it says Finn Brian whatever. On, at Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. The coffee's ready. He wrote his name. He wrote Merry Christmas as if it was his name, so they would force him to say Merry Christmas. Because um, he was bothered by their cups because they are were. Are you kidding? Did no, you no, make this, this up? No, I made up. This is a few years ago, because they just had red cups and they removed the Christmas. He was sure. The guy's Here's a, the deal. I mean, I don't know how. I don't know how. Well, we live. The in only a, reason I know about this guy is because somebody felt that it was they agreed with them and they weren't. Anyway. This is the way it should be. This is the United States of America. Yeah. We have freedom of religion. Yeah. And we have freedom of. You just isolated our, our one Australian listener. So. Yet to come. You should be able to say, "Merry Christmas." Or whatever, because number one, you have freedom of speech, correct? Correct. Number two, you have freedom of religion. Yeah. So if you want to say Merry Christmas, you say Merry Christmas. Yes. That is your right to say that. And if someone's offended, they're being offended by your right. If they want to say Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Christmas, um... Hey, what, hang on a sec. Whatever it how is. Come, how come he has to get out? I, I'm not saying anything. Yeah, but you told him to get out, and you're just sitting there. I know there. he's going to come here Children, talk. come into the podcast. Yeah. Y'all's I'm weird podcast. opinions. Okay, you can sit and listen. Callum and Finn have entered the bedroom. We're almost done, so uh, they just ignored the our sign. The boudoir. You were saying? No, Finn opened Well, the Finn door. opened and just let herself in. We're even though the sign says. Do you guys have anything to say to the podcast yeah. audience? Um... Uh, yes, about this Merry Christmas stuff. Um, I think it's more respectful if you say Happy Holidays, but I don't really care what you say. I don't think someone should get offended because, like, if someone told me Happy Hanukkah, I'm not going to be like, oh, I celebrate Christmas. Because, like, I don't yeah. care. Like, that's what you celebrate, you know? I'm not going to exactly. disrespect you also. Um, what was the other thing? I think that you just shouldn't say hateful things. Like... When it comes, like, yes, you have freedom of speech, but when it comes to, like, like, yes, you can say what you want, but you shouldn't all the time. Like, if you are going to go around saying slurs, then if someone, if someone's going to say something to you, they have the right to say that back. So, if you say something rude, 
have, you have to keep in mind that someone's probably going to say something rude back to you because you probably deserve it. No, so. if, I'm going to say, what, yes. would, what would saying something rude be, like, for example? If you said the if you said the N-word or if you said oh, okay. the F-slur. Yeah, um, I, okay, I thought you were talking about... Oh, yeah, well, we Christmas. were just talking about Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Yeah, I mean... Well, I know, but you guys are talking... I mean, that's off topic, but like... Yes, it's okay. That's so, so Callum, do you have anything to say? Just don't be a bigot. Nope. No. Did I say that? Yes, don't Finn said yeah, just... Don't be a bigot, okay? Yeah, just don't be a bigot. What? Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, two more items, but I think we're done. I think we're finished. Are we... That's it. What do we do? I about? guess we're. I guess oh, we are finished. I was gonna say what we talk about next week. We'll see where it goes, right? Yeah, we'll see where it goes. So I think we've covered Christmas now. So in two episodes, Christmas memories. We covered a lot more in this episode. And uh, a merry Christmas to all. And, and a, to all a good night. A good night. And uh, also happy holidays. And happy Hanukkah and hey, Kwanzaa. You know what, Let me say one of the two listeners. Christmas. I don't think he cares if I say Merry Christmas. He probably said the same back to me. A lot of people say Merry Christmas and they're they're not they don't he's not, he's believe not a, in God. Right. I think an episode here's an episode I wanna have. Yeah. And maybe you will disagree. All the myths about atheists that are propagated in Christianity and the myths around Catholic people too. That's a good that's a, we should get you know what? The two listeners, one is has a Catholic background and one has an atheist background. Maybe we have them listen in. So, because... Does that, does that mean no? You're just going to no, ignore my question? No, no, I, I acknowledge your remark okay, okay, there. Okay. Anyway, yeah. I won't elaborate on that. Okay. But All right. Well, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Thank you good for morning. listening if you stuck around this far. Yes, email, email or uh, Bridget. You can email, email. us if Anytime. you want to. What is it? 2002? These are old people. They email. <laughs> you might as well send it over on a dinosaur. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. You might as well fax it over. Yeah. How, how do you communicate? You don't have emails? Fax. fax I do email, but only. Fax is old school. Okay. If, we're, if, we're, we, if we have young machine, listeners, what would, how would they send us a message? To DM, text? DMS. DM us. DM us. No, DMS. Instagram. But DMS. we don't have Instagram. Wow. Should we set up an Instagram? No. Yes, you should. What would you even post on? Yes, okay. you should. What are you crazy? People are just going to email you all the time. This better be in the podcast. Now, I, you guys that are the younger audience, which is probably no one. No offense. Probably no one. No offense, yeah. You guys well, want Instagram. Also, even people y'all's age want podcasts. People in their 30s like Instagram. You know, they want... A lot, it's easier for a lot of well, people. Well, I'm on but Instagram. Keep the email. You can keep the email up. All right. You know? We'll consider your, your input. Even has an Instagram. She's like 130. No, she no, she's doesn't. not. She's in her 90s. Who are you talking about? The queen. Of the she has Instagram? Yeah, she has Instagram. Does she really? She probably doesn't manage it, dude. No. Okay, when should I press stop? Right now. Okay. But Good night. Good night, everybody.